Welcome to a very special episode of the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. This is our 2020 Central Texas Youth Fair special episode. We'll be talking to some youth at the fair, organizers, and many more that joined in the fun last week. But let's not forget that due to recent events, this almost didn't happen this year. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. And it's fair time. The 2020 Central Texas Youth Fair concluded after six straight days of activity. We'd like to give a shout out to all of them. Volunteers worked to ensure the grounds were pristine the day before the fair kicked off. So area FFA chapters were represented in the Ag Mechanics Show Tuesday, June 2nd, which really kicked the fair off. And this included Cranfield's Gap, Morgan, Clifton, Walnut Springs, and others. Bosque County 4-H members from very young ages to nearly adults were intermingled with the competitions throughout the fair. So we've got to talk about Wesley Sanders. He's part of Bosque 4-H and entered the Ag Mechanics ring with a piece of his own family history. It's a 1945 beef hormone tractor. It's, it was my... Uh great-grandpa's tractor. He bought it new in 1945 in Valley Mills, Texas. Then he passed away and my grandpa got it and then he planted his garden and then I took over it. And it's the fourth generation and it's been in the family 75 years. Yes sir, it's running. It was stuck and my grandpa was sitting under a tree for about three years and then we got it running and there's a lot of work to it. What now? Oh, I'm just going to put it in the barn and park it and just let it be. It's history. It's been in the family since that long. Keep it in the family. He rebuilt the components to get this beast running again and gave a ton of documentation to back it up. But that's not all the talent that the Ag Mechanic Show had to offer. We talked to Weston Chandler and his sister Paisley about the gun rack and shelf that they built for this competition. I just like being productive, not just sitting down, just... Keep working. Something now, Jackson Kettler showed supreme confidence in the winch and hay fork that he built onto his family's truck. The forks limit you to 2,500, but I mean, at bale of hay, it's not going to weigh yeah, 2,500. Right. <laughs> Unless there's a light in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ranch work will be a little easier for them in the future thanks to some time spent engineering that. Laramie Crockett. I entered a sofa table made out of cedar and epoxy with metal legs. Still waiting on the judging. What was the best part of making it? It was probably finishing. With the, I'd used 12,000 grit sandpaper and a nice smooth finish, and then I used a brand called Walrus Oil to finish the top and make a nice sheen to it. Very nice. Finishing touches there. Yes, sir. So the winners of the Ag Mechanics show definitely engineered something pretty incredible here. And it was Cranfield's Gap. FFA. They made a cooker mounted to a trailer, couldn't really be removed, and I suspect that may have something to do with its weight, but this thing had well-crafted compartments, the gauges, every aspect of this cooker was ready to go. And that team there was under the direction of Ken Katner and Trenton Trotter. Moving to the reserve champion for the Ag Mechanics, another local school's FFA chapter took the title. The Morgan ISD FFA chapter built a welding trailer, and not just a welding trailer. 
This thing had the MIG ready to go, more hidden compartments than I could probably see throughout the entire thing, and just a solid all-around design. Like something that would come straight out of Tractor Supply or Atwoods. The kids for both winners weren't actually present here, but restricted instead due to safety concerns with ISDs and the COVID-19 crisis. Jason Whitney instructed the Morgan FFA on some welding techniques for this project and was there to receive the award on their behalf. Due to concerns around COVID-19, the school sent these representatives on their behalf to receive the award in an effort to keep the students as safe as possible. And that's not to say that the winners are the only one that counted in this competition. Matthew Murphy came ready with a custom cornhole set, beanbags ready to go. So this was pretty cool. He actually, he constructed everything himself. He stained the boards with fire to get the effect that he wanted with it. After that, sanded, lacquered, and for the final touch, painted a custom Murphy insignia on it. The weather and contests heated up with day two. So the organizers of this selected a sunny week, though some would say that we all got our first taste of the Texas summer. Any visitor to a county fair knows that sound. Those are fans at the hog pens at the top of the Clifton Fairgrounds. As some know, pigs can't sweat. Unlike dogs, they can't pant to release the body heat either, which is why mud is the perfect air conditioning for them. Or maybe swamp cooler is a little bit more accurate of a phrase. So contestants taking care of their pigs with spray bottles in the heat was a common theme prior to the swine show. We spotted Samantha McGinnis moving quickly around the livestock pens, caring for multiple pigs and rarely taking leave. How many years have you been doing this? This is technically, I think, my sixth year. Started in like fifth, sixth grade, something like that. So I am part of the Iredell FFA. I'm an officer on my officer team and everything, and I'm part of the Bosque River District officer team as well. Dang. We haven't been able to get together and meet up because of the COVID-19 and everything. I have four for the Bosque County Livestock Show. Uh -huh. I have two currently also at home for State Fair and Heart of Texas for my senior year, and then I will get more pigs for like San Angelo, San Antonio, Fort Worth, Houston, Austin. Pretty much make sale with something at the county show for sure. I've never actually made sale at a major before, but I've done very well for just me myself being from such a small town, I feel like. Yeah, and definitely, you know, not only that, but doing multiples kind of at the same time. Yeah, yes, it's a little confusing. Yeah. What's your favorite part of, about it? Uh, really, my favorite part is getting in the ring uh -huh. because it's exactly like a sport to everyone. I mean, you've got your people that basketball's their thing, football's their thing. Mine is showing pigs. I, I love it. I get out there. It's a competition. And really, yes, you're trying to compete against all the other kids out there with your pig, but it's also a competition against yourself. So that commitment 
and her razor-sharp focus continued right into the show ring. Contestants kept their head down in this one. A swine show can quickly become chaos, particularly in the hotter weather. All this stuff down here for us is about the kids. All the political stuff and everything that's going on, board members here are just about the kids. That's what this is all about. And we appreciate what y'all are doing to cover it and get, get it out there. Let other people in the community see what this is for. That's Shay McMillan, the vice president of the CTYF officials this year. Well, I'm the 4-H program assistant in Bosque County, so uh, out here to see my 4-H kids for the first time in a couple of months. That's Mark Arnold, and he has a huge role with a lot of youth and getting them ready for this point of show or even pursuit of different skills entirely. I'm Greg McNew. We, as well, uh, from Clifton High School, have several kids showing pigs today. So we're out here supporting them and helping them in any way that they need help. And just happy to see them out. Alex Enriquez. How are you feeling about the show today? Pretty good. Three hours. Three hours. And I'm ready. Uh, having him tied up on the man. What's it like on a daily basis for you taking care of the animal? It's just like you walk them around a bunch and make sure they know how to set up and make sure they know what they're doing. That's Lawrence O'Quinn, who just finished up with the Heifer Show. I'm Audrey Anderson. Uh, how'd you feel about how everything went there? Um, I felt pretty good. I mean, Kennedy's really good at showing you what she does, so I mean... I'm happy with what I got. So, Kennedy Koykendall of the Meridian FFA chapter was a strong competitor throughout this fair, and that's who she was referring to there. Have you raised her from a calf? Yes, we raised her out in the pasture for about when she was little, about, about four or five days old. That's Brianna Pressure. So, how long did it take her to get to this side? Process. Uh, is it a lot of day-to-day -day work for you? Yes. All right. Uh, what's your favorite part of it? Probably showing her and just experience like raising her and just showing her. All right. You know, I always enjoy getting to do this. Uh, it's great. Now, I do appreciate it. Here's a really good set of speakers showing, and I'm glad they all kind of came back in here and worked really hard to do it. And that's Bo Stutz, who judged the steer and sheep shows. His positivity and charisma was infectious in the ring, and he took every opportunity to let these kids know that what they were doing was very valuable. The heifers, and then I'm about to judge the goat show. All right, so those two. Was that, yeah, just these two, yeah. All and it, right. they, it, the schedule's kind of different this year because yeah. of the taking out the jackpot show and that sort of thing. So Definitely. But, uh, well, just real quick, what's your favorite part about it? Oh, I enjoy working with the kids. I, I really do. I, I, I like evaluating livestock. It's challenging and it's fun. That's Jimmy Key, who judged the heifers and the goats in the same day. And this day was packed, so we had broilers, we had chickens, and we had rabbits, as well as their corresponding contestants. Due to the weather heating up, the rabbits were judged with participants present, but not many more were allowed. 
so to avoid any issue with the bunnies overheating, the show was judged quickly and expertly. Chickens aren't as sensitive, though quality care has to be demonstrated in this contest for the duration of the fowl's life to advance far. So, a popular category for many at the fair is the home economics division. This encompasses about every form of art. Baking, sewing, quilting, carpentry, photography, painting, pickling... These are just a few of the categories held in the green building at the Clifton Fairgrounds. This year, the show had about 650 initial signups, with about 550 turning in. Beth Ratliff had some assistance judging home economics and was the sole judge for the crop show this year. This is third year for it, and it's a large project that the kids have to do. They have to keep records of their when they plant, when they fertilize, when they prune, when they harvest, and they have to keep a pictorial record also, draw a map, and keep up all that data, and that all goes into consideration then on the final judging. Uh, awesome. I'm, I'm jealous of those yellow squash because mine are only about two inches long at the moment. I don't think the are blooming, but I don't even think we've gotten that far yet. <laughs> uh, and the peaches, my criteria always on peaches is if they smell like a peach, they're going to be tasting good too. And that's Beth there. And this is Paisley Chandler, the sole entrant in the crop show. It was a pretty long process. There was just all the steps you had to take and documenting everything. It was, it was, it was a lot of work. Um, I think we planted a little before spring break. Okay, so we started March fourth and fifth, and then we got to pick them um, June first. So, yeah. Very cool. And it looks like, you know, once again, I mean, as she was saying, that there's a ton of planning and documenting that you did with the process, too. Yeah, we also stopped by and talked with a couple more students that had entries in the show. Heather Teeley is my name. Me and my sister, Caitlin, made some yeast bread. Actually, could you just show me those real quick? This is a painting. This is one of the photos. This is the so you and your dad picked the uh, banana peppers? Yes, they are sweet too. They are? Nice. Wait, did you help him in the uh, the garden with those at all? Yes, I always make sure they're good to pick and ready. Um, my favorite one to do was the cactus painting because I got to really get into art and paint mm -hmm. while it's dry and it was really fun doing it even though some places I did mess up and I got second place. Uh, well, so yeah, you learned a little bit about lingering there. That's great. And anything else you want to add? I do have a friend named Peyton. She is going to have a sleepover with me at her house. Today we're gonna go swimming. Keep in mind, the home economics division is incredibly important for kids that are showing livestock, as this, with enough entries, can guarantee sale for these kids. With all the time and money invested in these animals in the first place, just making it to sale for many is critical. But even before the home economics entries were turned in, something else happened in the green building. 
The Bosque County AgriLife Extension Services agent Chris Kuhn was surrounded by cake. So we had 44 entries and 42 cakes actually show up, which is a great turnout this year. Except that, and then you have to go, so I've split them up in pairs, so then we have to judge 22 at a time. It's a lot of cakes. And it sounds great, it sounds lovely, it's a lot of cake. Roger Parks, who served as the arena director and announcer for the duration of this year's fair. And he actually brings us to a very important point about the fair this year in its honorees. Dr. Lloyd and Donna Hampy. They have given consistently back to this association, the fair, and namely the youth here. So Dr. Hampy served as the resident veterinarian at the fair for over four decades. He actually changed regulations with the association when animal drug testing came into play. But not only that, the Hampies always had a focus on the youth that weren't selected as the winners. They saw their hard work, but they didn't like the fact that after all that effort, Sometimes things didn't come together, and sometimes they didn't come to fruition. So they worked to create the record book quiz class category, which 90% is based on knowledge and documentation, while the other 10%, rather than show qualities, is based on market readiness. In this way, the children that have done their due diligence, documenting, taking care of the animal, everything involved in the process still have an opportunity to get to the auction. Goats can bring a smile to anyone's face. They're a little less traditional looking than some of the other livestock featured, probably with the exception of sheep. Angel and Lance Rosas were back at the pens, watching the goats and making sure they were ready for show. Another part of the Murphy family, Stephen and Timothy, were also readying. So we caught up with Daisy Didiker, who was walking the fairgrounds with her friend Darcy Jernigan. And here's what they both had to say. I'm showing two steers. I have an ABC and then I've got a cross. And they were supposed to go to Houston and Austin this year, but that didn't end up happening. So now I get to take them here. I do not. This is my last one because I'm a senior. Or I graduated last night, so I'm done after this. Well, congratulations on that. I'm just glad that they put it together so like all the seniors would have their own last go Plans for the future? I'm going to major uh, in animal science at Texas Tech. I was a part of the Ag Advocacy team my junior, no, my sophomore year. And my junior year, I was part of the Public Relations team, and we made it to state. Um, down in Huntsville, and then my freshman through sophomore year, I was on the floral culture team, which we judged flowers and stuff like that. And then... 75, 
With that, we come to a big part of any county youth fair, the sale. Those selected get to enter the ring with their animals one last time. But before the sale commenced, CTYF President Ronnie Lairdon gave a moment of silence and a word of prayer. This is just going to be another step on the way. Thank y'all for being here. You would, let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day in Bosque County. We thank you for all the parents, exhibitors, grandparents, sponsors, backers, supporters, everybody that comes together under any circumstance we ask them to and make this deal happen. We ask your continued blessing on everything we do as we strive to educate these kids about living right and doing the right thing and standing up to face a challenge. We ask that you watch over us all on our way home today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, in the words of the famous Tom Beamer, let's roll. We're going to start off with some scholarship. And this is always a special moment. An entire group of people take time to give thanks for each other, the week's blessings, and what brings them together. Ball caps, cowboy hats, and more headgear flew directly to the standing people's hearts, gathered around a circular formation of cattle panels. Lairdon barely had to say the word prayer before bowed heads showed humility. Eager buyers sat in the crowd with many representing local businesses like Citizens State Bank and FFA support groups like the Walnut Springs Business Youth Association and even Iredale FFA youth support groups. I've been teaching 38 years and not all at Walnut. I taught 30 at Cleveland and then I laid out a year, uh, really laid out 15 years. And then I went back to work and I've been there at Walnut now six years. So we have fun every day in ag. You know, in agriculture, we teach them how to raise an animal. Not every kid raises an animal, but he gets exposed to how to. And if we our classes are small enough, we can get to pick up and go out and weigh a pig or go out and weigh a goat. Talk about showing the goat. You know, it's more hands-on. You know, and I tell them that, uh, you know, those English taxes are, are tough, and the reason they are, you've got to do your work in there, just like we're doing our work here, but it's just a little bit more active, and that way we can enjoy it. Men and women stood in the ring, watching for an increasing bid. This year, in the midst of concern for the youth and chaos. My comment on the fair this year is going to be that we've got the best board of directors, our superintendents are great, our backers are great, and we made up our mind way back in March when all this coronavirus first broke out, we're going to get this deal done. We had to have a few extra meetings, we planned way ahead, tried to stay ahead of the of the rules as they came out, kind of planned for the worst and hoped it wouldn't be that bad. And I would commend everybody involved with the fair for determination to pull this off. The price offered at sale went entirely to youth selling. After the auction, buyers could approach the children themselves, offering additional funds to actually buy the animal in this case. Again, this is where local businesses really support the kids and local families and keep this tradition alive. Todd Cliff made the final call when amounts reached their peak. Cliff has been standing in that ring for years, literally the liaison between buyer and youth. 
According to a couple different sources at the fair, he has one goal in mind when doing this, getting each youth as much as possible for their hard work and dedication. From pushing on the sale and urging more buyers to join in to ensuring that all get the fair amount, he deserves a mention for not what he does for himself, but for others. Now let's take a moment to honor those participants and those that sacrificed half of their school year to make this really happen. Copperell, Cranfills Gap, Walnut Springs, Morgan, Iredale, Meridian, Valley Mills, Clifton. Though some of these schools are smaller and some are bigger, the effort and heart put into it by these FFA chapters countywide is the same. The quality of character of all at the Central Texas Youth Fair is not lacking. Talk to anyone present. Talk to youth. While some may make light of how hard they've worked, they all deserve the same acknowledgement for joining in. People were happy there, happy to see each other, and perhaps most importantly, happy to see the tradition honored. To farmers, ranchers, parents, organizers, youth, official, and the community, thank you so much. The youth are our future, and that's what the fair is about.